podcast I listen to where the host always refers to it as like a program or something. I just, I fucking, I hate that shit. Are we not a program? I don't know. But then there's like stuff I know like in podcasts. I'm like, oh, I hate that. But then we, I do it like on our podcast. Tropes, you mean? Or just like referring to podcasts as a pod. I hated that. And now that's literally the name of our show. A whole new pod. We're a new pod. And like, like, I don't know, just like the inner talk of like, let's go and like that kind of shit. I hate that. But then like, I know I do it because it's like, that's what podcasters do. You want to be depressed when we pod? I'm just saying I hate myself. Wow. Welcome to the 100th episode of A Whole New Pod. Podcast all about Disney Channel original movies. We both have our party hats on. Confetti's falling from the ceiling. Lucas, We did it. I'm Lucas Melby. I'm Jacob Telejohn. And last time we checked in with like a big milestone. It was the 50th episode. Yeah. We had a whole extra bonus episode for that. Gave you this an extra time, 40 minutes or so, yeah. I, yeah. I can't remember how much it was. This time, we're kind of just going to roll that all into this episode. Uh, so this is probably going to be kind of a jam-packed episode. And, yeah, I don't know. We got kind of, like, coming off of a... philosophical last time about, like, what have you learned? And, and I'm just like, yeah. whatever, man. We, we're we've still doing that. this. It's the same. It hasn't changed. Disney Channel movies hasn't, haven't changed that much. We were checking our audios earlier. There was like weird staticky stuff coming up. You probably can't even hear us. You know, Maybe you can't hear That might either. happen in this episode. It happened before. It'll happen again. 100 episodes. What do you expect from us? Nothing changed. Well, and, and what better way to celebrate the 40th anniversary of um, the Disney Channel? I mean, it launched April 18th of 1983. Um, so we're just a few days after the 40th anniversary of it, so oh, shit. 100. So we're back. We're back in Minnesota. We never left, but it felt like we maybe left for a little bit because it was like 90 for a week, and now it's back to like snowing, which yeah, you don't really expect at the end of April. Snow yesterday. We were snow on time. We were on time with our last episode, despite going to Anime Detour, which was kind of a, a whirlwind weekend. It was myself, Jacob, and Dustin was there. He Dunstan did check into the hotel. As did Dunstan. And our friend, well, I just said Dunstan. Yes. Dunstan squared. Uh, and then our friend Jake was also there. And I did three panels, which I think went good. Right, Jacob? I thought they were really good. I mean, obviously I'm biased, but Jacob was in the audience. Jacob was not probably happy with me that I failed to plug our podcast in not, any of them. And none of them. You, you, you have, I tried to. You, I intended yes. to in at least one. But then I went to take a picture of the crowd and I, I tripped over the cord to the projector and I unplugged Lost everything. Lost slide. So then I ended it without a microphone being like, oh, and I have a podcast. We talk about Disney Channel original movies. Without saying the and name of the podcast. Without saying the name of the podcast, which then it's like, <laughs> well, there's a billion podcasts like that. And so then, and I know from looking at some on iTunes, at least being like, how hard is it to find our podcast? And usually I can always find other people's podcasts and not ours. So yeah. that's not great, but it was a lot of fun. And yeah, I had, had a lot of fun. It was, it was a good time. So we're back on the decom grind though. This is, it's been about three weeks since we last recorded. So having a little bit of, you know, withdrawal. Yeah. That's here. one way to put it. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, we have a big movie for this one. It is, you know, there's different numberings that people have, but I believe this is the official 100th Disney Channel original movie. And that's what the Wikipedia page if says. If memory so. serves, our first remake. We'll eventually get some others, uh, including a remake of a Disney Channel original movie. Under wraps. But this is Adventures in Babysitting, which is a remake of a 1987 movie. 
Jacob just looked it up. It was done by, by Chris Columbus. Columbus pretty, pretty big movie. It was, it was actually in. It was a theater movie. It had a theatrical it's a, it's release. A real movie of like thirty-five million bucks or something. So it was. And it, but at it least had, looking at the plot some, synopsis, I think really besides just like the basic concept of like two girls having issues, yeah. babysitting and adventures ensue. There's not like a whole lot of connection between the two. I I, I like the comparisons between the movie posters are kind of similar. Elizabeth Shue was in the first one, so that's kind of a bigger name. We do have no, some... No, she literally isn't. I mean, I know the name. What is she in? I, you can't I look. You. you can't look. I, I know the name Elizabeth Shue. Like, do you not know the name at all? I know her from something recent, though, but like in the... Inter- so between 1987 and her being in The Boys... I don't think I really know her from too much. Well, I know the name, but I don't know what what exactly from. Well, I mean, that's not a big name then. Okay. If you don't know if she's in anything, just knowing a name, like... I know the Wasn't name Bobcat she, um... Goldthwaite. I'm not going to say Bobcat Goldthwaite was a big movie star. Well, she replaced the girl from... She's in All right, I'm Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Okay, so Elizabeth she replaced... Show. The uh, girlfriend, a minor right? character. Who? <laughs> How often does she even show up in those movies? She's in the present. Well, she's. They're never in the present in those movies. Well, I, another movie that I watched recently because of I think it was related to um, the one pod with Griffin and David. Did they review Cocktail? I mean, not recently. Okay, but she's she's in that also. Okay. Yes, everybody knows Cocktail, that big movie. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's Tom Cruise's like love interest. So all right, well we are quickly already ratcheting it up of Lucas's meter of being <laughs> angry at. Jacob. I'm trying to make this a two hour pod. <laughs> well, I, Jacob doesn't even know all what I have in store for oh, this episode. No. Yeah, I'm not uh, prepared. So we're just gonna get into it. Let's go. Adventures in babysitting. I like this movie. I liked it too. It's not a all top right, ten. Moving on. It's not <laughs> a top ten. It's not a top ten, but it's it's it, it was it was fun. It was uh, I I thought it was maybe going to be kind of annoying with the kids, and the kids aren't really they're that pretty bad. I don't know. They're not that bad. I mean, they get two into, of them are very annoying. They get into mischief and stuff like that, but it wasn't it wasn't as bad as I was maybe thought it was going to be. And our main babysitters. One is a a mainstay babysitter, but the other one is more of a. A newbie, but we have Sabrina Carpenter who plays Jenny. Who I didn't know this, but she was in Girl Meets World. I thought it was no, I don't. Girl Meets World, not Girls Meets World. Oh. I mean, I thought there was only one girl in that one. So of course we had. I can't remember what her name was in Invisible Sister, but she was the the Tori and Topanga daughter, I believe, oh, okay. in Invisible Sister. Sabrina Carpenter's like her friend. Gotcha. I know Sabrina Carpenter though from some of her more recent work in. The Hate You Give and Emergency, where she seems to have been typecasted as obnoxious white girl who learns she's racist and needs to get, like learn a lesson about being racist. Damn. So that's kind of interesting. But she's also in the Netflix Tall Girl series, Tall Girl 1 and 2. Is she, is she the tall girl? No, I mean, okay. looking at her, she is very short. Well, I, don't, I mean, stilts. But Tall Girl, that might need to be a, a series we look into oh, post- Disney Channel. I've, I've, I've heard of it. I don't think I've seen it. Uh, and I think she had, she was more of a one of the pop star Disney girls. I think like some of her songs were maybe oh, even sings. in previous DCOMs that she wasn't in, but this is her first one. And then the other uh, babysitter who will come into play is played by Sophia Carson, who is yes. Lola. And we know her recently and we'll know her a couple of times from the, the Descendants. Descendants movies where That's she plays... Right. The evil queen's daughter, uh, 
Queenie. I don't know what her name Queenie, is. Queenie. I like that. <laughs> Queenie. So we first meet Jenny, and we get it up that she's kind of stuck up, a little nerdy, but also a bad driver. Yeah. She we... almost runs over her crust, crush, crush Zach. Yes. Then she also, when she's going to school or, or she's going to go to like an interview, she like runs up onto a curb. So she's a bad driver, yes, established. And she's, as I said, uptight and kind of a, I don't know, very like serious, maybe even like a little, not to the extent of American Psycho, but she's like using like positive affirmations being like, you are great. You're good Uh with art. You can do this because she's going to uh, an internship interview where she is a finalist for this art internship with this famous photographer. Also in the running for that is Lola, played by Sophia Carson, we just talked about. And she's much more of the cool girl. She's walking in with a smoothie. Edgy. What's the name of the, the edgy guy in Breakfast Club? Well, you, when you said Queenie, I thought of the Breakfast Club because that's what, they, that's what John Bender's character calls um, Molly Ringwald's yeah, character. She feels like kind of like John Bender a bit. And she's yeah. also in the, the finals and she like mistakens jenny for working there even though she's like 16 yeah and they're just, well, just the way she's dressed yeah like, they're, you're they're dressed a finalist different. you suck yeah. and it also seems to be like at a library maybe it's like a university yeah. internship i don't know uh they start speaking spanish to some guy to impress him i think maybe before yeah before the the yeah the art director or whatever comes out jenny gets a call from the coopers or the andersons one of the two families uh yeah she gets a call from the andersons but she can't babysit for them because she's babysitting for the coopers that night and mrs anderson is a professor who will learn is going to like an awards gala getting a big award right or no is that the other mom very prestigious award yes and she's like oh my niece flaked out on me and i need a babysitter do you have anybody to recommend and i don't know if it's set up that either jenny's friends are all Either not babysitters, they're studying, or she just doesn't have any friends. I think she just doesn't have any friends. <laughs> it's not exactly clear, but she's like, nope, I don't know anybody. Sorry, I got to go. I got this internship thing. Yeah. Uh, and then before the art director comes out, there's something that happens where Lola has a smoothie. It spills and they, they somehow switch phones. Yes. Yeah. The smoothie goes everywhere. It's on like a white rug it gets spilled all over them freaking out but nobody out. cares it seems yeah, to be like it's, it's really gonna be some that. dramatic thing but like yeah. nobody actually cares but yes their phones do get swap swapped here which is a big thing later on to come and the art director is like i know we like had you guys prepare like a final art piece and you were gonna do an interview but at, like, we're just gonna and he's got like a spanish accent i'm just not going to do that yeah. and then he says okay i want you to like go take new photos this weekend and then submit them on monday and it's like what the hell, dude? <laughs> At least that's how Jenny feels. But Lola's like, haha, I'm cool and artsy. Not a yes. problem. And then we learn here that they've switched phones because Lola's getting a phone call. But the ringtone's like classical music. And she's like, that's not mine. She picks it up. And it's now Jenny's phone. And Zach is calling being like, hey, Jenny, you want to go to the big concert in the city tonight? And Lola's like, nah, fuck you. I don't like you at all. Or, Basically. Yeah. I don't know if she's pretending to be Jenny or she's just saying like, nope, Jenny can't come to the phone right now. and She doesn't care about you, Zach. This is the first time she runs into the police officer. Yeah. And part of it seems to be that she's rushing through the phone call to flirt with the hot cop. Who's trying to give her a parking ticket. Well, and like, I think takes her vehicle or something. But maybe yeah. he doesn't because she gets it later on. 
uh you know classic lucas not fully uh-huh. paying attention to the movie uh but then lola gets another call on jenny's phone from mrs anderson again being like are you sure you don't have anybody to recommend and now she needs money because of the parking yes, ticket. I-, I will double your pay and she's like oh yes my friend lola can do yeah it. lola will do it all right the so now we've package. got the babysitter yes. set up we have a movie so the two families are the Coopers, who has have two girls, Emily, who's a bit of like gothy punk girl. Yeah, kind of like Lola, I guess, or I don't know, kind of similar vibes. Yeah, and her mom, in her introduction, stops her from shaving her head. Yeah, because they have another, they have a younger daughter who's yeah. trying on lipstick. Katie, who I wrote as earrings. obnoxious. Yeah, <laughs> she is. She, she is dresses like a normal. princess the whole movie. Yeah, and these two are being babysat by Jenny. Yes. Meanwhile, the Andersons have Bobby, who is a baker and also very obnoxious. And a candlestick maker. Or kind of just like a cook in general. Yeah. Shades of Zendaya's middle stepbrother, who always seems to make weird food, because he makes food, but he always got to put like a weird ingredient in it. Yeah, no, his, his, I can't remember, do you remember what he was making in the beginning here? It was like some uh, green goo. But yeah, with like liquefied gummy worms. Yeah. Then we have AJ, she's a skater girl, she said see you later girl. She really likes roller derby stuff. True, yeah. Yes. More specifically roller derby. Yes. And then trey is uh the cool we don't really see him we see him sneaking out of uh upstairs window shortly a leather jacket yeah we'll learn more about him and these three are being babysat by lola yes she she comes in and introduces herself to everybody and you know lies to the parents about like her qualifications and the parents leave and then she like sees they have a pool, I think. So and then she, she like has a bathing suit from where? The I think moms? she steals it from their laundry room. Must be the mom's bathing suit. Because she's doing laundry. Because I think the mom asked her to do laundry, but she yes. doesn't know how to do laundry. So you know? there's typical Jacob Teller. <laughs> and she's just pouring like a ton of detergent into the like, washing it's, machine. So it's like pouring out onto the floor. And then she shuts it, and then it just all like, goes everywhere. Explodes. Uh, and what happens later on is you see that if you put too much detergent into the washer, it just like overflows. It overflows, and, and you house. just get a whole room full of bubbles. But she's either out by the pool swimming. Yeah, she is actually, outside. When then, like the whole movie, like people are wearing like coats, and it seems cold. I don't know. Maybe she was just sunbathing because she doesn't seem to get wet. But she has to rush inside oh, because yeah. Bobby starts a fire in the Bobby kitchen. Bobby Flay has started a fire in the kitchen because he's making some kind of like weird taco sauce i don't know i don't even think it seemed like the the stove top would have had open flames like the fire is fake and it just seems to like burst out of nowhere well so he throws whatever's on fire onto the dog mat and then the dog mats what starts on fire they do have like a abishan for zay like a really puffy white dog that you know we do see later on which might have something to do with the tacos or sauce the pasta paste yeah so, yeah, they come in and she, like, where's the fire, fire extinguisher? extinguisher? And they're freaking out. And the younger daughter calls Jenny. Well, no, Jenny calls Lola's. Or, yes, yes. Lola, she has Lola's yes, phone. Yes, yes. She realizes she doesn't have her phone, so she calls her own phone. And why, why AJ do you, picks up. Why do you have my phone? What do you mean your phone? It's the babysitter's phone. The babysitter? Who's the babysitter? So then, so then Jenny starts freaking out at the house that she's at. And she's like, kids, get all ready. We need to go over to the Andersons or whatever. So yeah, the Coopers is. are heading Coopers. with her to the Andersons. Yes. And as they're pulling up, we see Trey sneaking out of the window. Yes, correct. And then they go in and 
she's just like, what the fuck are you doing, Lola? And she's like, I got it under control. And it doesn't seem like it. They got the fire extinguisher. They put out the dog bed fire. But it's still like a mess. It's a lot of, it's really smoky in there. It's just not good. And she's like, okay, well, AJ and Bobby are here. Where's Trey? And Lola's like, who? So she doesn't even know there's a third kid. Yes. First rule of babysitting, never let the kids out of sight. <laughs> so they go up to Trey's room. You see he has like the same poster 12 times. And Emily seems to have either been a in the crush. same grade or at least has a crush on yeah. Trey. And they see on his iPad that he was looking to buy scalp tickets from a pawn that shop. That are advertised that on, on a, porn, a, pawn, a porn shop. Oh, whoa. <laughs> A pawn shop. Only Tiny's $100. shop yes. or whatever. Tiny's, yeah, thrift, th- uh, yeah, pawn shop. And there were only $100 is what the, the thing said. So it's time for an adventure. Yeah. But what about the kids? Well, we can't take them with us. But the kids are like, uh, we're going to tell our parents that you just started a fire and you lied about Lola or whatever, even though yeah. Jenny didn't actually say that. So to cover for to allow them to cover for the lie, they'll say like, "Okay, let's go on an adventure and babysitting into the city, into like the hood, babysitting city." They somehow know where the pawn shop is. Well, they have a get navigation because they okay. take the parents' big SUV. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they so take they the car. Have everybody in the vehicle. Fit everybody in the vehicle. Uh, and obviously, not supposed to take the expensive big car. Yeah, and you can tell, as Jacob said, it's a bad neighborhood because there's a giant puddle sinkhole yeah. or something that yeah. they dodge yes. as they're pulling up to Tiny's thrift shop. So they go inside the thrift store and, and, and the, the joke is that Tiny is a big guy. He's a big dude. Lucas, I don't think, liked the lighting of the pawn shop, but I, I did. It was, it was just kind of lit by Christmas lights and stuff. Just well, it's, it's very like cinematic lighting. Yeah. It's just like nobody would actually... Maybe it's because it was closed down for the day or whatever. It was kind of cool, but so yeah, they go in there, they see Tiny, and they kind of talk, you know, oh, we're trying to buy this. We do hear them over the phone when they're walking in about selling something for $100,000. I don't remember exactly what he was trying to sell. It might be the ferret, which comes into play here shortly. Mm. What it is is they just say, hey, Tiny, there was a kid that came in here buying uh, tickets. A tickets. Like, okay, well, you got to talk to the scalper over there. And it's like some dude in the background swinging around a katana. A skinny sword. guy wearing a hood, hood. and swinging a katana. Looking so they really go and sketchy. talk to him. Looks like William Defoe. looks He sad. does kind of look like Willem Defoe. Then argue with that. Did you know that Willem Defoe? you want to know what his real name is? Oh, no. William Defoe. Oh. So Willem is just a nickname for William. <laughs> Willem? Yeah. What the hell? Uh, so as they're talking to the scalper, Bobby's messing around with some like chocolate and then a cage. Yeah. And the and younger the cage, girl is, is like trying on earrings or something that she finds in a cage or jewelry, finds the cage and it's a rare sapphire ferret. Well, as the movie characters tell us that it looks like they just spray painted a ferret. Yes. I mean, that's exactly what it looks like. And the scalper is like, oh yeah, the kid, he said something about going to a pizza shop. And Emily's like, I stalked this kid. He loves Mario's Pizzeria. It's his Ooh, favorite so now, place. So now the the pawn shop people know where they're going to be going. That's it. But the pawn shop people are okay with them at this point. For it's now. that then... Uh, the ferret somehow gets out of the cage. And I think maybe before that... So this whole... Throughout They're the riding whole movie, that little scooter thing around, right? And it like bumps into something? Well, the crucial thing is throughout this whole movie, Lola is taking a bunch of pictures. This is when she the has photos that assignment. start. Yes. And one of the pictures she takes here has the fair in frame. Mm. 
And at some point, also, yeah, the ferret gets out, causes chaos, and the kids run out of the store. Tiny does catch the ferret, but he drops it for some reason. So, yeah, I think reason. maybe it's in that point where she takes the picture and Tiny's, yeah, like, turning no with photos the ferret. Because, because he has the illegal ferret in his possession. And then that's why they start to chase them, because they're trying to get the photo that she's taken. Because having that photo would incriminate him to having the stolen rare yeah. ferret. This movie largely moves, except for yeah. maybe this next sequence coming up. Because they leave the store... They find that their vehicle is being towed for, I guess, not paying a parking meter. And she's or like, something. if you give me, yeah, the, the parking lady's like, you give me $100, I'll drop your cars. And then she's like, oh, I left my wallet at home. Oh, no. So she only has $10. Yeah. And she's like, I'm evil towing lady. She I'm takes large off, Marge. And she directly takes the their vehicle and runs it through the. The big, the big puddle. It's, I mean, it's completely dirty. Does not seem dirty. to get her own tow truck dirty. No, only the like, you know, escalator. It's or whatever. really messy. I mean, like the puddle's like deep. And it's it's one important little thing about me. Like, and the car's messy because that'll come into play at the end of the movie. Yes. Like shit, we gotta. How do we get there? We We're need in... to get money somehow, or we need to find Trey. And as they're leaving, the, then bus the thrift store out. guys oh, come out. Yeah, and they chase them, and then they run away. And we hear the thrift store guys say to each other, uh, a Tiny and Scalper, they're like, well, we got to get them because they got a picture of us with that ferret. Yes. It's illegal or whatever. We got kind of the main conflict of the movie set up where they're going to be constantly pursued by these two guys chased. for longer than I really expected. Yeah, they hung in there. I thought it was going to be, I mean, it is kind of a sequence of multiple mini episodes in the city, but I thought like this was just going to be one and then they moved on. Yes. The bus? Yeah, the bus, they take a bus. I don't know. They fight. The bus driver's got an eye patch for some reason. They complain, and he lets them all sit down for 10 bucks. Yeah, he's an eye patch because they're in a sketchy part of town. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really. Very matter. minor. They, they get to the pizzeria. Yes. And they find Trey with his friends, and one of his friends is like, fucking Jenny. She, she's fucking hot. She wants you, dude. Jenny. Yeah. She, I think she yeah. likes you, Trey. Yeah, well, they're like, you have a babysitter? And then the kid's like, yeah, I wish I had a babysitter. She's hot. I'd let that babysitter sit on my baby ooh, face. Ooh, <laughs> lupus. That's what the character in the movie Yes, said. yes, yes. Uh, she's probably also 18. Jacob. She's probably 18. I think we did the math. Yeah. Lola hopefully is 18 <laughs> within the context of this movie, <laughs> yeah. as we'll get to at the end of this movie. So Trey's like, well, shit, I wanted to go to this concert, but you'll get me in trouble with my parents. So, OK, I won't go. Well, we still need to get $100 to get our vehicle. Well, we can scout. That's what the tickets were Trey's selling ticket. for. Yes. Then uh, I think Jenny goes to the bathroom where she overhears some girls talking about Zach. Yeah. Because Zach is kind of a thing in this movie, but mostly not. And she's like... Very minor. You talking about Zach and who he's taking to the concert? She's like, why are you and, here? And like two girls come out of a single stall together. Yeah. Because yeah. they're doing like lines of coke or something. <laughs> oh, that's what girls do. This pizzeria is filled with only children. <laughs> that is that is what it kind of seemed like. And then, of course, like they think babysitting is lame or for the pores. So then the, little, the, the youngest daughter comes out of a stall. Like, I can't. I need help getting... My dress on or whatever. And she's like, oh, little girl, I will help you, um, says um, Jenny. And then we talk about Trey thinking Jenny's kind of hot because yes. her friend, his friend said so. And then Emily, who likes Trey, gets jealous and probably goes and gets a henna tattoo yeah. to seem cool. And then Jenny is like, oh. You, you got a tattoo? You um, better not be permanent. 
and it's not. It's just it's dire. Just, or I don't know. It should probably last for a few weeks. I don't know. But then I think the thrift store people arrive. Yeah, they, they show up because, I mean, they, they do know they're going to the pizza place. So then they have to run out of the pizza place. And then chase them. They go into a, an industrial laundromat yeah. where there's a lengthy sequence of them hiding from them. They ride around in, like, uniforms to escape. And That's kind of fun. They go down some weird pulley system Yeah, they're riding escape. some chains. They get the guys in, like, a big laundry bag and throw them the giant washing machine. And they get all sudsy. Yeah, it's, 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 it was a bit long. Yeah, it Jacob takes, thought he was like, oh, thank you, next, it's like a It's like a five, ten-minute scene that could have been, like, two minutes. Where I'm just like, I don't need to take notes on any of it. No, I, I mean, it was, it was okay. It was, it was an adventure they went on. Speaking of an adventure... In babysitting, they then reach the concert venue where there seems to be like a carnival outside for some reason. And just, you know, pre-con hey, concert I don't stuff, go to man. a lot of concerts, so. Yeah. Uh, Lola tries to scalp the ticket and she says, hey, 100 bucks. 100 bucks. Yeah, 100 she's like really whispering. She's like, oh, 100 bucks. Oh, you already have your ticket? Oh, I mean, that would only make sense because you're in here at the concert venue. And then she gets arrested by a cop. Because you're not supposed to be selling tickets at uh, the venue. At the, Though, according whatever. to IMDb trivia, it's not a crime to do. So, I I, I don't know who to believe. That, that did used to be illegal, like, at, like, Twins games and stuff. You couldn't sell stuff. So, what people would do is they would sell stuff, like, two or three blocks down. Like, well, yeah, not I mean, exactly isn't, like, at the, the whole venue. concept of, like, sites like StubHub, isn't that just, like... Basically, <laughs> yeah. Tickets? Yeah. I, I mean, it basically... But before StubHub, obviously, scalping was the bigger, like, the really only kind of way to do it. So that means everybody's got to go to the police station. Yeah. And the pizza, the pizza guys, the thrift store guys think that she is getting picked up or talking to the cop to tell them about the ferret. So they know where they're going to. Yes. Uh, then there's a lot happening in the police station. This is where I went to the bathroom. This is, I think, where the one girl's hair is revealed to be green because she's been wearing a hat this whole time. Yeah, we kind of get an update with, like, Trey's like, I'm Everybody. mad I'm not going to the concert. Yeah. And Bobby's like, I'm not going to be able to win my cupcake contest now. Uh, I dyed my hair green because I hate my parents. Uh, and that's mostly for them. There's like a roller derby team that got arrested. Yeah, so the younger girl who, who always has the helmet on and skates and stuff is a big fan of like this one girl that's a part of the roller derby. Her, her name is, um, it's, it sounds like Taylor Swift. I don't know, something Swift. And like she teaches her some like trick. I love I love that Jacob is watching this. He's like, You're missing everything. And like, of course, roller derby girls always have to have like punny names. And Jacob just doesn't remember the pun. Be like, it was something with Taylor Swift. I don't know. What do you want from me? It's, you want me to watch the movie? You want me to pay attention? It's Jailer Swift. Okay. Jailer Swift. Not that good. I I, I couldn't catch it because it's She should really have been weird. arrested just for that name. Um but yeah, so she teaches the youngest one, the sweeping leg move or whatever it is. Well, AJ, the skater girl who is seemingly wearing skates this whole time. Yes. Emily, the girl's hair who is green, steals somebody's phone that's like sleeping and oh, calls yeah. her mom to leave the voicemail, which the parents said. Saying that they are in jail. Yes. And, the, and the, yeah, so that's kind of a part of it. Um, and the parents eventually get the message, but they think she's maybe just doing a prank. But then they're at the same awards gala as the Andersons. And they will go out searching around the city for a while. Yes. And then we get we get an update here of Lola, who's like in like the detaining room or whatever. And she's getting... She's she, getting kind of good cops, mostly. Good, like, well, she's getting a good... These kids are looking up to you. Bad cop, good cop. Well, first she had like the bad cop that like arrested her and brought her in. But then the he officer... wasn't even that. Well, then the officer, James, who gives her the parking ticket in the very beginning... The hot cop. ...comes in and talks to her. And she's like, yeah, these kids really look up to you. da 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 
You know, get out of here. But then he, like, takes her license or something? Yeah, he doesn't return her license to her. That plays a role later on. So they end up having to leave the police station because a fight breaks out between the, the roller, roller derby. derby girls and a cop's like get out of here <laughs> man down you're not gonna make it's, it it's pretty wild like people are getting thrown out they of windows they're running out you hear gunshots behind them <laughs> the gunshots do not happen so then the thrift shop guys arrive and they uh jenny and lola are arguing and they're fighting with each other so much that they do not notice that AJ is being, like, hauled off by the thrift store guys. Yeah. And until she, she's, like... She then, does the leg sweep thing that she learns from yep. the derby girls. And then, like, the younger boy is, like, guys. And they're, like, what? And then they, they see them and, like, they're chasing... Yeah, so then AJ skates now. away. And the thrift store guys who pulled up in their branded tiny they, thrift store... They drop their keys. Oh, okay. So then now they, they steal find the, the keys and then they steal the car... So then Tiny the fat guy are is chasing, chasing him. Yes. The scalper katana guy to steal somebody's bike. And yes. then is chasing after AJ. And Jacob seemed to like this car chase. I wasn't fully paying attention. Yeah, I mean it was it was I I like the car. I mean it was a cool pimped out old car, but like not like, really. So so what I really <laughs> pimped out in the sense that it had the branding of the thrift shop's name on the. What side. I really liked is there were some really times where they they used a different camera, like a better quality camera, to like record some of this this kind of chase scene. Like oh, I, I really like some like the camera shots and angles. They kind of like I don't know. It's it's like a camera like kind of zooming in and out of like somebody's like feet and like while well, they're like skating and the guy biking and there's some just cool kind of just camera work here i guess i like cool uh and then what happens they catch up to her they shake off the well they go down like an alley and there's like an open door that they see where people are like carrying in speakers well yeah so aj like makes them crash into like people eating food or whatever yes. and then they pull up in the car and then just like get out, get of, the out car. of the car oh i think yeah. They drop like a flyer for the award show in the car, and then maybe is this where they leave the phone in the back seat too? Well, they don't leave the phone. We no. thought they were going to leave the phone, yes. but they drop the phone, which then leads to them accidentally calling the mom as she's receiving the award. Yeah, but that doesn't really matter. She doesn't no. really suspect anything. Well, it's just kind of yeah, just kind of it, it interrupts her during her speech. Basically, is, is what that is. But then the thrift shop guys catch up to them, so then they run down the alley into an open side door but it closes behind them and so then they can't get in and but but then the the one katana guy's like i know a guy we'll go to the front door and then they're in a, a nightclub yeah this is the best scene in the movie it's not bad uh so they somehow wind up on stage and trip over kind of like i did in my panel they trip over some cord that cuts all of the power all, to the, the, all the music's system. off and like rather than being like thrown off the stage the main DJ guy's like, you ruined our music. You better, you know, create some for us. Who up to this point was not rapping. He was just spinning no. records, yep. DJing, and it was like a dance club. But now he's like, you have to rap for us. Yeah. So Jenny. Jenny starts off just just kind of just rapping. And then like the crowd starts to get into I don't remember any of the lyrics or fun things. They kind of It's said. more like a slam poetry yeah. recap of the plot so far. Be- be- because the kids do kind of chime in a little bit. Like, I'm scared. I'm we're my gonna die. <laughs> yeah, she's the babysitter. And then they rap, and then and then she starts dissing Lola. Yeah, Lola's. So yeah, she has like, to chime she's in. She's ruining my life. Yeah, and then Emily is kind of annoyed with her for some reason, and then Lola comes out and does a little bit better job rapping, and they kind of like rap battle. 
but then it kind of wraps back around where they're like, "We're the babysitters." It was it, yeah. it was fun. I I I I was I was down for it. Maybe Lucas will throw the audio clip in at the end. Then. No, <laughs> it was it was fun. Disney would be after me. It was fun, and then they they you know it wasn't as good as them. Let It Shine's rap battle, we, even we, though that was uh just that one guy being like, "You're poor." <laughs> <laughs> but so we do see the the two pawns. Pawn store guys come in now and they pawn make p- pawn shop. Yep, big hoss, pawn, big hoss, and uh, Phil Grandpa, Phil Hartman. I can't remember his name. Phil, um, Phil they work up on Harrison. Yes, Rick Harrison. I'm Rick Harrison. This is my. We'll get pawn Rick shop. Harrison on cameo for this. Episode. <laughs> so they go up on the stage and like the same thing happens. They're like, "Yo, why'd you enter?" And I was hoping, and maybe Lucas too, that we would get like a the two pawn shop guys would have to rap back and forth to get off the stage. We don't presumably see that. they did. We yes, just didn't get it, to see. Yeah, it happened. Unfortunately, so they're out there. They've escaped the the rap club or whatever hip hop club. So I think it's around this time where we've been seeing some cutaways to Mr. and Mrs. Cooper. Yeah, we, we see their parents left quite a bit. The planetarium. Searching for their kids, they go to like the jail, and the cops are like, huh, "We don't care about anything you're telling us." <laughs> we have a fight with Robert Roller Derby girls. So while they're on their journey to the way back, there's, I believe, two times where they see their kids or the the other family's kids, and they're like, "You know, why is somebody skating out? You know, this time of late, you know, this late at night, that's dangerous." Then they see the back of their daughter's head, and like, who would let their kid dye their hair green? She does look familiar, though. Where are her parents? Exactly. Yeah, they leave, and this is where they're still like, okay, we still don't have money because we weren't able to scout the ticket. But and she, the princess girl remembers. Like, Mommy has a little purse in her pocket that she keeps $100. So that means they need to go to the planetarium where the awards event is being held and sneak in there to get to the coat to take the money. And Luckily, there's a good guy, Eugene, working the, the front doors. He's like, what are you doing here? Oh, we- Jupiter is lined up perfectly right now with the moon and Saturn. And he's like, you're right, kid. straight. Which, <laughs> yeah, there's my- still an event going on. It's yeah, like, my mom's you know, a scientist. Stuff happens at like the, the Metropolitan Museum of Art in like New York all the time. You know, like the Met Gala. If I just went up during the Met Gala and be like, hey, I want to check out like the tapestries. I've yeah. heard they're really cool. He's like, yeah, they are cool. Come on, come <laughs> on in. <laughs> I don't think he should have let them in, obviously. We do eventually later see the two Ponsor guys, whatever, come in too. And they just kind of like, we're the uncles. And he's like, I don't think so. I'm going to. And then they just kind of like run past yeah, him. He he's he's looking at a in, list. But they just walk by him anyway. Yeah, he's looking at a list and they run by. And he's like, I'm going to need backup. So they're coming for Mrs. Cooper's coat. The Mrs. money Cooper in the coat, yes. has been out in the city this whole time. Not with her coat on. Yeah, why is But she comes back to get the coat. To coat check to get her coat to go sit back down at her table to eat dessert. Because because <laughs> so it's not really clear what So they do that because they're like, Oh, you know, um uh Jenny's in charge and she's a very responsible girl. Nothing could possibly be going wrong, you know, everything's okay, I'm sure. Well, that's why they come back. Yeah. But I'm just like it's like leave the, the coat? where they wrote it, it's like, Oh shit, she has her coat. Uh, what, how can they get the money? Oh, actually, she doesn't have her coat. <laughs> but then she comes and gets her coat <laughs> so that they have to do a funny situation to get the money. <laughs> yes. There's a I, side another thing adventure. where annoying Bobby like goes into the kitchen and pretends to be a chef. And and then like the chef and everybody in there is like listening to him. They're like obeying his every command. Yeah, oh, we need seaweed. Up, what is this? He's like, no, I don't like that. Uh, he ends up making, what is it? You said a moose with yeah, seaweed. Chocolate moose with seaweed. And they're seaweed all like, oh, it's genius. I He's a genius. Fucking He's a prodigy. Seaweed. We love him. 
So, so that that ties him up. Yes. Meanwhile, Lola, uh, yeah, Lola is having to get Jenny dressed up. And Princess Girl give Lola because they're in the coat check, but then the mom pulls her coat out before they can get to it. They steal the one girl that's working the coat check's shoes because she takes them off. So they steal her her shoes. High heels. High heels. They take one of the coats. It's like a white mink coat. I don't know. Just white fur coat. And then the little girl gives her her tiara. So she's got a tiara, a nice coat. She's got heels, which she's never walked in heels before. How do I walk in heels? Yes. Sophia Carson, I think she is pretty funny in this sequence because she goes and sits has, down has an by Mrs. Cooper. And she yeah, is just doing like British or like British. rich person voice. And like, oh, what a lovely moose. Oh, the yeah. seaweed is divine. Yes. It's like, oh, this is a nice coat. Is, it, is, this, is this? A, and she's like, is this a, a fur? She's like, no, it's just cashmere. And she's like, oh, let me look at. Oh, I just dropped your coat on the ground. I'm gonna check this pocket. Oh, twenty dollars. I'm gonna pocket that. Let's check the other pocket. Oh, I found your little purse. A hundred dollars. Let me pocket that. Here's your coat again. I mean, it is stealing, but it's for a good cause. Yeah, it's for her own kids. For the the she woman's just, kids. She just doesn't know. Exactly. And and that never comes back into play. Like, where's my hundred and twenty dollars that was stolen from me? That's never mentioned again. True, it's not. And the thrift store guys, as we talked about, they break in, and I don't really remember them there. Had they... the ferret with them the whole time, so the ferret jumps out oh, of the scalper's pocket. I yes. think causes yes. chaos, very much like the end of Dunstan checks in when yes. Dunstan is upsetting the gala <laughs> at the hotel, and Faye Dunaway falls into a massive cake. And then they, like, get caught by security and end up getting arrested. And, like, the cops are like, I do believe you that there's a fat guy and a skinny guy with a hood. And they have a blue ferret. Sapphire ferret, yes. So, so, so they're out of the picture now for good, right? Unfortunately. The bad guys and the ferret's caught. So that, that story is ended. But now they have to get home. Yeah, and everybody's happy. But Lola, I can't remember exactly how... She reveals that, like, oh, yeah, that boy, Zach, uh, I I totally blew him off and told him that you, like, didn't care about him asking you out. And she's like, oh, my God, you ruined my life. We've got 20 minutes left in this movie, but we have to fight again. And I'm just like, oh, my God, come on. So we they have to go see the psychic rockets or whatever it is. Yeah. Lola is like, OK, you know what? We got to hook you up with the hot boy. We got to make this night right. Who, who and all did, the kids who, are like, yeah, hot boy. Hot so boy. he so Zach does go to the concert with another girl. We do know that. That's that's a fact. Yeah, that's all we know. Yeah, <laughs> we like see her. She doesn't get a name or anything, no. really. And then spoiler alert, he must blow her off. This concert no, or whatever. They, what they do say is that she has a boyfriend. Oh, so that, well, that yeah, is, they say that, but like I'm saying, like we don't see her again, do we? No, because she went home with her boyfriend oh, who was okay. there. So they so go to the concert like venue friends. again. Thankfully, once they take the bus, everywhere seems to be within walking distance. Yes, <laughs> where they need to be, and they go up, and the security guards like, "You got tickets?" And she's like, "No, I don't." Uh, Lola doing this because she thinks she yes. can like schmooze him or whatever. She's like, what can we do to get everybody in? And he's like, give me your camera. Well, he says, you can't take pictures, by the way, so give me your camera. Which, like, I took to mean, like, oh, he just will give it back yes. to her later. That's what but I they was... treat it as, no, like, like this is like collateral. Yeah, this is like trading. You love photography, but she does because it's about helping out Jenny. So but she does just... take the memory card. Yeah, that's the most important thing. Yeah. and it was... Babysitting, that's the most like, important thing. Like, to be thing. honest. This was like at the very end of the concert. Like we literally, like they make it inside. They go inside, and the people are leaving. Like, which is why I think there the security be any, guard yeah. let them go in really, anyways, because otherwise he'd be very bad at his job. There probably wouldn't even be any security guards like checking tickets or at the gate, anyways. At this point, TBH. I don't know. I mean, we had to freaking make sure we 
weren't bringing like bags or like metal to go see Weird Al Yankovic at our local venue. You know, security. I guess it was 2016, maybe. There wasn't as many shootings regularly. So yeah, they they make it inside and then um, they go to the bathroom so that Jenny can get a makeover from Lola and the princess girl. They make her messy hair. They give her lipstick. They. I think she looks much worse. She takes off her. Whatever she's wearing, and she has just a completely other outfit underneath, which yeah, is kind of weird. Kind of a like a flannel shirt. Well, yeah, she has kind of the fancy like overcoat, yes. and then a sweater. And they take off the sweater, and she has like a flannel underneath it. Yeah, and then she runs into the the venue, which is the concert's over. I, I feel like there should have been a song or two left. Well, this isn't really one of those movies. No, she makes even way- though Sabrina Carpenter is a musician, so she hops up on stage. Because everybody seems cool with people just getting up on yeah. stages. In these, she's on the stage movie. and she's yelling, Zach, you know, Zach. And I thought maybe she would somehow do a song in this circumstance. But that just allows her to be like, oh, hey, Zach. There's, Zach he, yeah, he's, he's filing out. and He's like, Jenny, what are you what are you doing? Why are you here? She's like, oh, I just came to see you. And he's like, I thought you hated me. Where is that girl you were with? Oh, she went home with we've her had, boyfriend. We've had some adventures in babysitting. It's complicated, but I do like you. Yes. Also, can we use your vehicle? Yeah. Because they get a message from the parents. The parents basically know, hey, like, the alarm has gone off at our house. We called the home phone. Nobody answered. We forgot to mention the dog. Covered in the pizza sauce. Yeah, or whatever, knocked over a bunch sauce. of stuff and, like, the washing machine's overflowing or whatever. Yes. They need to get home quick because the parents are on their way home. So they get Zach to give them a ride to the towing lot where they run into Trixie as she's about to close down. And they, like, beat her up. Yeah, they, like, bully her. They just, like, steal her. Her lanyard key and, like, just takes her car, I and guess. And they're like, here's your fucking money. We're the babysitter's bitch. <laughs> and then they I, I, rush. I, I, I was kind of wondering, too. Did they even, I don't remember them even paying her. I think. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it would have only made sense. And they then had Lola them. drives home so that she speeds. Uh, she gets pulled over by Officer James. Well, not here. That's that's after the movie. Yes. That happened in real life. That was after we watched the movie. And oh my then we God. saw it outside of her window. Oh, my God. Uh. Because when they were going into the city, because she didn't want to get pulled over, Jenny drove very slow. But I think Lola drives home, so they get home quick. Yes. They get into the house. Well, first they give Trey, like, Trey, you got to clean up the car. All right. They go in. Oh, my God. Everything's a mess. But it's montage time. Five minute cleanup. The dog gets a bath. It gets blown dry. One girl gets the green out of her hair and the tattoo probably off. Everything's perfect. Yeah. All of the cupcakes. Oh, wait. The the dog bed that was on fire, it's still burnt uh flip it over jump into the chair oh the parents walk in and it's one of those things where it's like how can we do this but the kids are all like hey we all did a bunch of bad shit tonight too like yeah. committed crimes probably yeah so we're we don't want our parents I dyed to my know hair. about this. I, I wore lipstick and i stole my mommy's expensive earrings i bought a ticket and ran away you know and yeah all the so kids yeah they all are wrong. like let's do it together kind of reminded me i feel like there might have been something like this in like den brother but that's the Girl Scout one. Yes. Yep. But, you know. Jacob said, like, this is exactly like the end of Smart House. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking this about? This a cleanup. I got to clean up the house. I'm like, well, yeah, but there wasn't a, a rogue AI trying to kill them. <laughs> there was only Zach. Only Zach. Uh, so, yeah, then the parents show up and it's all good. Driving home, Lola gets pulled over by... He's not hot anymore. He's just creepy. He's like, oh, driving without your license. And she's like, do you ever have a night off? And he's like, well, that sounds like a good idea. You want to go on a date? And this is where we're like, well, I assume she's Abuse, 18. Abuse of power. 
This is just wrong. No, Jacob was looking at his phone, so I thought he was pulling up like an IMDb. She was 18. She, IMDb he was... trivia. Uh, cops doing this would be an abuse of power <laughs> and not okay. I said that was helpful. Thank you. And then Zach, he kind of steals the girl's So headphones. she was born in 1999, so she would have only been 17. But that doesn't matter. It's just what the movie says she yes. is. Uh, I mean, it does matter. <laughs> you bet it does. <laughs> but I'm saying within the context of the movie. I mean, that cop oh, no, was no, probably she, she only... Was, like, she was born in 93, so she would have been... Fair game, you know? Yeah. Go fucking wild, Jacob. <laughs> 23, huh? Uh, yeah, she was held back some years in school. April 10th, 1993. Uh, cool. She just month turned... before us. Yeah. Uh, I'll see you next episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, Zach asks out Jenny. The two girls are calling from, like, the window being like, kiss him or whatever. Who cares? Fast forward Date to him. Monday... At the art internship place again, Jenny lets Lola know that she withdrew from the art internship because school and stuff isn't the most important thing. She was just doing it to pad out her resume anyways. And she's like, I'm going to just like fucking party and go wild this summer, make out with boys, you know, you can do the art stuff. And Lola's like, can you help me get into college? So now they're the best of friends. Lola, Yeah, Lola's got the internship. She's got the Officer James. They're dating. They're a thing. They're a a flicking. Um, and then Lola, since she retained her memory card, yeah. says she'll send the pictures All the of photos the night, out to everybody. Everybody. And somewhere in the night, Jenny had taken a selfie with her and Lola, and she, like, gives it to her in, like, a, a cop folder to be, like, evidence. End. Giant just, selfie picture. The end. And but she closes the folder, and it does say the end on yes, the folder. We see all the kids looking at their photos. It's fun. So each of the kids got one. The dog got a photo, too. But that was accidentally sent to the mother, Helen. Oopsies. My mother, Helen. My mother, Helen. Mrs. Anderson. Yes. Mrs. Anderson, oh. welcome back. Oh, my. That's a kind of a Matrix reference. Whatever. That the, was... The rear end. Adventures in Babysitting 2016. You think that's like a really funny bit or something? What's that? The rear end. I don't know. I just say it. I know. Like, every time. <laughs> well, I, I guess it's a bit if you say it so. Well, I'm just asking if you think, you know... If you return to it so often, you must think it's I don't, I, I, somewhat I, I say it without even thinking about it. It just okay. happens. So, yes. Adventures in Babysitting 2016. I thought this was a pretty good movie. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it, too. We'll I, I check was... into our top tens in a little bit, but I'm not going to... I don't think this is going to crack into my top ten. I don't need to make a, no. a last-second no. edit, but Maybe a top, I think it's a pretty good movie. Top, top 40, top 30. As I said, I don't know if they really took a ton of plot stuff. From yeah, the it would be movie. interesting to see. Yeah, what what if anything is familiar or the same? But it from still the first was, one. you know, a basic concept they were able to build off of. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. So I think that was yeah. to this movie's benefit. Yeah, some of the kids were a little annoying, but I think Lola and Jenny, both of the actresses, were pretty good. The dynamic yes. between them were fun, and as many Letterbox reviewers wanted them, you know, there was maybe a little like. Sexual tension Ooh, between them. You love know? love Maybe the lesbian lovers at the end. I, I we were kind of. I was kind of curious. I, 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 and she comes. She comes. She comes. I was kind of curious um, where this was filmed because, like, we see a lot of like water. We see the big city, and it was just, filmed. Just tell us in Vancouver, British okay, Columbia. Literally, where I said, I'm like, it's probably filmed somewhere in Canada. Everything is filmed in Canada or what? Uh, Arizona. Utah. Utah. All right. Anything else? You clearly yeah, got the, the stuff in front of you. Well, no, I, I mentioned that. How many I, viewers did it have? I mentioned the 40th anniversary of Disney Channel, which I, I thought was kind of fun that we, you know, kind of lined up along that. But no, that's, that's really about it. Anyway. All right. 
Moving on. Never remember. Never remember. Could the babysitters with the kids? Could one of the babysitter? All the babysitter? The tiny and the scalper? Well, they have enough bodies to do it. But could they've had the 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 power and the strength? I don't think so. No, there's not like a ton of like ingenuity to a lot of what they do. It's more just like maybe the kid by the seat of their pants. The kid like could have maybe distracted stuff. somebody, you know, with a uh, with some good food, you know. Like, oh, maybe we there's more to live for in life, you know. We like food, yeah. moose. Ah, great bit. Speaking of it being a great bit, we originally started this post. Tiger Cruise, of course, I believe. Oh. That was the 9-11 movie. And Tiger Cruise, I believe, was around episode 51 or so. Yeah. Which means we have 50 oh DCOMs we haven't weighed in oh on. Oh, no. So now we are going to do a lightning round of Never Remember. We don't need to go in super in-depth for most of the movies. But now to settle, because I know everybody probably loves the bit. So we need to get, you know, canonical... Could all of the main characters have stopped 9-11 or not? Oh, Jesus. All right, so under wraps, I'm going to say no. The kids could not have stopped 9-11. No. Even with the mummy. Could use the mummy, though, to wrap them all up? I don't know. Well, they could have unwrapped the mummy guy right. and wrapped them all up. You lucky dog, hell no. No. Brink, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Halloween Town, we probably weighed in on some of them. Probably, yes. In this one, we'll say specifically that Sophie. She Sophia. could have stopped 9-11. Yes. Xenon girl of the 21st century, of course. She yes. basically stops a kind of 9-11 yeah. in that first movie. And Xenon. Can of worms. I think Mike, Mike Pillsbury would have like intercepted some communique. With the aliens. The so the aliens dish. would have helped out, I think. Uh, yeah. For sure. 13th year. Koei uh, caused 9-11. <laughs> I agree with that. Smart house. Mm, no, nah, that kid's kind of a, a dumbass. Yeah, the house couldn't fit on the damn plane. Johnny Tsunami. Mm, no no well specifically johnny tsunami the grandfather <laughs> yes johnny Capahala, though no genius uh chaz anthony yeah. you know it yeah. you know it easy peasy don't look under the bed the monsters could have yeah maybe prevented them even getting on the plane the the not boogeyman the boogeyman yeah horse sense no uh, maybe uh simbad jumping ship <laughs> that's not, you don't even know which one horse sense is that's the lawrence oh brothers that's lawrence brothers one. one up up and away i mean they're superheroes yep so. they would have uh, landed it safely the color of friendship the power of the message of anti-racism <laughs> that made them turn the love, planes around love and one land another safely alley cats strike uh they were actually on the plane and they were like those hey that's like a those seven two pins that's you a gotta... 710 split right there let's let's go take them down oh no rip girls at eh. uh, the that one person was just watching from afar with the binoculars yeah, the whole time that's just watching right. it happen miracle in lane two more like death in tower two oh, jesus christ <laughs> stepsister from planet weird cosmicola he could uh you know Cosmicola is kind of like a, he's like a benevolent or kind of just like. They're alien people. They maybe like could have stopped Bombadil. it. like a Tom Bombadil. Like he doesn't want to get involved with oh, human affairs. Oh, no. No, that's a no. Ready to run. That's the girl who talks to horses. One. Hell no. Definitely not. Quince. I don't even trust the, the main character of that. We don't know if anything she said was true. So no. she might have done 9-11. <laughs> uh, the other me. At least two. Two, uh, two planes saved. Two Lawrence brothers to. Yeah. Either save or crash, or crash them. I don't know. Mom's got a date with a vampire. Of course not. Those are some of awful, the worst kids. Awful kids. <laughs> in a decom. Terrible kids. 
Phantom of the Megaplex, specifically. Movie Mason taking Mick, them all out. Uh, what's Mickey? Mickey Mick, Rooney. Yeah, Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. He would have done it. Yeah. The ultimate Christmas present. Uh, again, maybe Santa's a bit of a Tom Bombadil. Ooh. Doesn't want to get involved with human affairs. Oh. Xenon the Zequel. Yeah. Uh, this one will say Protozoa. No, he could not oh. have stopped. <laughs> oh, it's a different actor, isn't it, now at this point? No, this would have still been the same. Same guy. I think. It's the third one he gets recast. Okay. Motocrossed. I don't know. No. They would maybe make the, the pilots feel a little, like, sexually like, uncomfortable or weird. Or I mean, that's that's how you felt. I remember that. Uh, well, that's how the movie's intended. <laughs> uh, the Luck of the Irish. Maybe. Maybe the grandfather. Grandpa's kind of cool. Maybe they magic. pay him off in gold. They pay him off in gold. And they, you know. Hounded. If that dog was on a plane, everybody going down. They're dead. Jet Jackson, the movie. Probably. He was kind of like a James Bond type, right? But he was an actor. That's true. But in this one. But the real he, one. Yeah, the one who gets transferred into the real world. Yeah, the multiverse I mean, this movie one. came out June 8th, 2001. If they stuck oh. him around in the real world a little bit longer. Could have stopped it. Jenny Project. No. Jedi. Jumping Ship. Yes. This time yeah. the Lawrence Brothers All... could have stopped 9-11. Had enough. Had enough manpower. Poof Point. I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. For this one, I will say no because everybody sucks in this movie's boring. Ouch. Hurtful. Uh, Twas the night. This time Santa will. I don't even know if Santa's an actual character in this one. Brian Cranston. Yeah, no. it is because they like freeze time. I think there's magic. I remember yeah. liking it. Uh, double teamed. They double teamed those fucking terrorists. Ooh. Uh, power play. Double team me. No thank you. Cadet Kelly. Mm, no. Uh, True confession. Well, you got to remember Christy Carlson Romano was in that one too, though. I. I mean, a... I didn't need to remember. <laughs> I did. She, she's <laughs> I a remember. beast. A beast. Uh, yeah, they'll do their weird, uh... Dance? Yeah. Their weird, yeah, their slapstick stuff. True Confessions. I, uh, I believe Trudy would have been too committed to wanting to, like, film it. Yeah. She was a documentarian. She didn't want to, like, intervene. No. Sorry, uh, even Stevens. Get a Clue. Sorry, Shia LaBeouf. Uh, the original version of Get a Clue, with the original ending that made sense, that would have been able to Lindsay stop Lohan? Lohan. But the, the aired version, they got no. too mixed up. They don't yeah, know what's going confused. on. I uh, gotta kick it up. I don't know. No. Sorry. A ring of endless light? Probably Dolphins. not. Probably not. No, that's a no. They're in the water. Scream team? Eh, sure. They could have scared them. Yeah. Scared them silly. There's some magic in there. Yeah. You wish? I mean, I guess you could that's just wish, the wish for it. That's the wish. Right on track? No. Nah. Even Steven's movie? <laughs> that was my 9-11. <laughs> oh, no. Eddie's million dollar cook-off? Good food? Good curry? I don't know. What are they? I mean, I love it, but yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Cheetah Girls. Only if the dog was stuck on the plane. <laughs> That's enough motivation for anyone. Full Court Miracle. A Judah McAvee, absolutely. I mean, he's Jew, dunking on them. The Jews, I mean, <laughs> Al-Qaeda does hate the Jews. So oh, no. There's definitely some uh, something to work off of there. Oh. Pixel Perfect. Maybe the, the Cyber Girl could have gone into like the autopilot system or something. Okay. I like that. Going to the mat, I mean, the dude's blind. Right. <laughs> He's fucked. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know happening. about that one. Sorry, Lawrence. Xenon Z3. Yeah, I mean, they're like flying ships or whatever, yeah. that one. That one kind of sucks. <laughs> Stuck in the suburbs? Superpower? No. no. They didn't want his autograph. They didn't. They weren't coaxed into an autograph from the, from the star. Yeah, I don't really remember. And that brings us to Tiger Crew. Wow. So we now have, uh, which... Then I believe Halloween Town High was our first one where we were like, well, is she magic? She could have stopped 9-11. True. And there 
That's the story. Wow, love now, that. Now love you know. Up. If you don't know, now you know. So if you want to write in to let us know at all about our very offensive multiple talk about 9-11 time, yes. uh, the email is a whole new pod at gmail.com. Thank but you. we're not done yet. Uh-oh. We still got at least like two more segments because oh, it's been a while. But now, like Jesus, I mean, that's literally what uh, you know, Jesus. Lent is about is Jesus spending 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness Jesus. and then coming out to drink soda pop immediately. We're ready. <laughs> so this is, I'm not we're out of Lent now. I am free to drink pop. So now it is time again for a whole new pop. I'm kind of scared, to be honest. I think I had already said this before. Uh, we have 2023 limited edition Peeps flavored Pepsi. Ugh. Artificial marshmallow flavored Pepsi. Ugh. It's in a yellow bottle. It's got a peep on it. I think uh, Dustin had referred to this as Peepsy. Oh, I, I like I like that name. That's okay. Oh, I like that less. <laughs> Peepsy, Pepsi. Is it stinky? I think it's just going to taste like cream Pepsi. like oh, Or right. vanilla Pepsi or something. Oh, boy. I didn't give Jacob a ton. Just in case it's extra pooey-ooey-ooey. Well, if that's the case, you get the rest of the bottle. I don't really like the smell. I mean, I, I like... mean, I'll be frank. I don't like Pepsi that much. No, I'm not really <laughs> so... a big Pepsi. I, I, maybe it does smell like marshmallows. It's artificial marshmallows, please. Not real marshmallows. Are you ready? Sure, fuck it. I don't know. It's yeah, not, it's... like, horrible. Mm. Bit of a vanilla Pepsi vanilla, vibe, yeah. But then it's got like some weird aftertaste, which I assume is them trying to approximate something with Peeps, with like the the granulated sugar on it or whatever it is on Peeps. Uh, I assume since it's just it's not horrible Peeps flavored. This doesn't have apparently the potentially carcinogenic elements <laughs> of Peeps yeah. that they were talking Heard about, about recently. that recently. I don't even know what Peeps taste like. I don't remember. Like I haven't had a Peep in a long time. Yeah, I'm not planning to drink the rest of that. I'll take it home. Well, this episode, we're not going to do any of like, what have you learned? Well, all that bullshit. Because guess what? I already said we might have had audio issues this episode, so we haven't learned fucking jack shit. But we've talked about, I think, on air before that our plan is once we catch up with all of the decoms, which I think we still have like 15 to 20 to get through, we plan to do some form, if we can figure it out, of a live stream. Me and Jacob's faces are out on the internet, but we can maybe consider it like a face reveal. <laughs> Or we'll then tier rank all of the Disney Channel original movies. Yeah, well, that'll be that'll be a little tougher for but us. For but for now, we're just gonna like in the bonus episode after fifty, we're gonna check in to see where we're where right are now. our current top ten favorites, as well as our bottom five. And I, a lot of these movies, at least for me, I guess I kind of talked about in the first fifty. I, I would recommend kind of watching our. Watching, listening to that one. Cause we do go a little bit more into each movie. I don't think we're going to do that this time. Yeah, we can maybe go a little bit. I but, mean, depending on what yours are. Maybe I don't want you to go into too much. I, a couple you might go trigger first? you. Um, so do we want to do our, our bottom five first? Uh, it's up to you. Yeah, we'll do that. So my number 96th ranked movie. So yeah, for these ones, we're starting with the best of the worst going down. Right? So you're going to, yeah, 96, 96. down to... And, and these are all, I guess, like interchangeable. They're not like set in stone, whatever. But So, so like my number 96 I feel is, these are pretty strong, you know. The competition for the bottom is maybe stronger or more set in stone for me than the competition for the top. My, my 96 is Buffalo Dreams. 
You know, I understand that Buffalo Dreams was a movie I almost didn't remember anything about. And that's exactly kind of why it's on the list. I gave Lucas kind of a, a list of other movies that kind of, in my opinion, kind of fit the kind of same mold. Um, right on track, going to the mat, go figure. I, I think ready go to, figure, you, know, you just don't remember. Go figure is a lot better rip, than Rip Girls, forgettable movie to me. I, I wouldn't rewatch it again ever. Buffalo I think Dreams. Go Figure is maybe in like my top. And, and Buffalo Dreams, like I don't know, they they deface some rocks and stuff, spray paint rocks. It's not and... particularly exciting. No. My top of the bottom five is Twitches Two. Twitches, I think, is probably a little. It's a little bit higher, but Twitches Two, not um, bueno, not good. My. 97th is Twitches 2 also. It's a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, like like it's one of those movies that we as ma- men, males, the male audience, maybe it wasn't... Like, I, I just remember a lot of the... Again, this is one where Jacob was talking about, like, girls like different movies than boys. It's like, well, I don't think anybody's, like, only liking Twitches because it's got... No, but but I, I mean, people are I don't very even remember their fucking names. A lot TNTR Maori. A lot, people, <laughs> people are a lot more nostalgic to them because they might have watched Sister Sister. I wasn't a big Sister yeah, Sister. Yeah, but so long guy. after Sister Sister. Yeah, but people, I mean, still probably got hype for the Twitches movies. It's just, it's not not the the first one. I don't think I disliked as much. Only if you're a Patrick Fabian fan should you be getting psyched for the Twitches. <laughs> All right, that's enough about Twitches. My second. Best of the worst yes. is Life is Rough, starring Kyle Massey. It's just, That's I think it was fair. just a combination of a lot of least of my least favorite That stuff. was our cameo. We did have the cameo yeah, I mean, I should, before we found most out. most expensive episode. Before we found out that he was, like, doing naughty things to kids. You'll see with a lot of my other bottom five, because I don't like a lot of the animal movies, and this was kind of just dumb animal stuff with, like, bad skateboarding, too. And my 98th, Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. Yeah. Another newer one that kind of snuck its way onto the bottom there. I just remember kind of just being annoyed by that movie. Didn't really like the character. Should have just kept Ashley Tisdale on the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody stuff or in um, High School Musical. I didn't, and maybe just another movie just not really intended for us. Yeah. That one looks like maybe they're on like 88 or 89 out of my 100. So pretty bad for me too. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. Sticking with the dislike of animals, I have You Lucky Dog has third from the bottom. That is the second movie we ever watched. And still, I'd say it's six in my mind as being pretty bad. And this is where my last two here are ones that I had on my original bottom five. Number 99 is You Lucky Dog. It was another one that was lower on my my list. It just It's early on in the DCOM days where it's like this does not feel like a lot of no. the other DCOMs. It, it, the 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 main um actor Kirk or, Cameron. Yeah, it was the main actor was an adult, which is we don't really have many other movies like that. Bad hair day a little bit, I guess, right? Or whatever, but Yeah, we have some. Yeah, it's uh, just yeah, meh. So you lucky dog, I rated a one star. Okay. So the last two I have, I rated half, half star. stars. The lowest you can basically go on Letterbox. So my second to worst is Ready to Run. And my one hundredth is Ready to Run. Another one on the bottom five of the first first I mean, fifty that we did. I didn't think you could ever be supplanted, but my last my oh. least favorite movie is the Sweet Life movie. 
number 100 it is horrible <laughs> i mean i don't know if you remember it but like you didn't enjoy watching i it know I, I didn't lie i don't it love was that like movie. only 80 minutes but it was actively painful to watch yeah it. it just seemed like a mess it wasn't it felt like an episode of the sitcom without a laugh track i like the show itself I, the sweet life of zach and cody like when they're in the hotel i, I like i like well, that show the sweet life on deck on deck yeah i never really watched Sweet life on deck that was a little bit i wasn't really watching decoms but as 100, it's, yeah, I I mean, you really hate it, I, I suppose. Yeah. I'm surprised it's, it's surpassed you, Lucky Dog, and and um, ready to run, though. Yeah, I mean, even if without an animal, it's, it's, it's that bad. bad. It's that bad. All right, so moving into the positive area, quick, uh, like, honorable mention of movies that were outside of my top 10, uh, including at least one that Jacob put in his bottom, or not adjacent to a movie in his bottom five. So I have Twas the Night, Go Figure, Motocrossed, Minutemen, and Phantom of the Megaplex were all within my top 15, but not my top 10. Okay. So what is your number 10 movie, Jake? My number 10 movie, it was on my original list back in the day, Can of Worms. It could maybe be interchanged with a couple of these, these other ones, but I, I just it was just a, a fun, goofy, silly movie. It probably helps that I, I hype it up a lot. Yeah, you do <laughs> hype it up. But I I mean, I definitely enjoyed the Mike Pillsbury and the weird icky gross monsters and stuff. It was just a, what a f- about the sexy monster? Oh. Well, I, I you don't remember. remember her, but I, at the time, you were kind of sort of, yeah. You are pretty into that Kind of sort of, yeah. All right, my number 10 is Camp Rock 2, colon, The Final Jam. Okay. Uh, just fun, dumb movie, good music, and... Kind of just what I want out of a lot of these uh, Disney Channel original movie mu- or musical movies. Yes. Another one on my original top 10, Phantom of the Meg- Megaplex coming in at 9. We talked a little bit earlier, Movie Mason, Mickey Rooney. Magic we, we love We love the films. We love the cinema. It's got the Halloween kind of spooky vibe, you know, Phantom of the Opera stuff to it. Yeah. yeah love Phantom movie. of the Megaplex. Number 9, probably controversial for most Disney Channel oh. fans, but Hatching Pete. Ooh. It's a weird ass fucking movie, and it's a bad episode for us because that's the one we lost the power during. But I really like that movie a lot. Love Jason Dolly. Um, I could uh, played by Mitchell Musso. Yeah, I could see myself rewatching. That's that's maybe a top Patrick fifteen D. of mine. I would say it's a top fifteen. Um, coming in at number eight, one of the original staples of Disney Channel, the Disney Channel original movies, Xenon Girl of the Twenty First Century. Love me some Xenon Koss and Protozoa, baby. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Yeah. I can give Xenon some respect as far as, like, obviously an institution. But for me, nostalgia or, like, respect of tradition or whatever only gets a 25. On my that, that's what a lot of mine to come are. They're all nostalgic factors, ones that I really grew up on. And I probably watched a lot of these ones to come probably 10 times, you know, like, so you'll, you'll be annoyed. I don't let myself get hung. You you don't have down. the nostalgic factor from these movies. Well, a couple of these I do remember. Yeah. They've seen commercials for them. Fair. Uh, my number eight, though. I have a nostalgia, maybe, for the era it's very much representing, which is Brink. Brink. With an exclamation point. And I, we even very talk- radical, tubular, great 90s movie. We talked about that one kind of earlier, and I, I don't know I, why... I mean, I think it was the third movie. Yeah. I don't know why I don't have as much nostalgic for that one, but I think it is, like, like it's one that, you know, a lot of people would rank inside their top 10 also, just kind of one of those original DCOMs. It might be my top 20 or so, but not, not on my top 10. Um, coming in at number seven, one that you also brought up, Camp Rock 2. Ooh. Love the Jonas Brothers. 
one was more just kind of campy stuff at the camp. It's I, way I, better. I, I I like like the battle, you know, the 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 contest they kind of have to do at the end there. And I said the Jonas Brothers were a big grab for I don't know. It was I just came across just on cool Twitter, to have them. Like her weird friend, like the techno girl that yeah. like never shows up in anything else. She wrote like a weird rap song where she says like camp cock. Oh, gotta gotta find that. Just yeah, just. But uh, Demi Lovato does say in the movie. She's really good. <laughs> My number seven, and you know, before Jacob says all lives matter, it is the color of friendship. I did not include that in my bottom five. That might not even be in my bottom it's ten anymore. Character growth. <laughs> yeah, I, it's one that I definitely. I, I had a lot of trouble doing my bottom five ten, obviously back in the day. But no, it's it's not. It's not a bad movie. I, I never obviously, said it was I a bad movie. I can understand Jacob's hang up. You know, he wants to come to these movies. To I want have a the good magic. Time, you know, some magic. Maybe to say some kind of inappropriate things about girls who are under 18. Uh, But I think, yeah, it's a more serious one like True Confessions. But I think it mostly tackles its subject matter pretty well. As well as has a little goofiness because Jacob maybe doesn't remember. They got a a wardrobe montage, a hat trying on montage in there. So it's still a kid's movie. It's, It's perfectly fine. Number six, Lucas will not like this one, I'm sure. And this may be one of the, maybe a couple others. But Halloween Town. For me, Halloween Town. Boring. Halloween Town was just one. It was maybe maybe where I got my love of of Halloween movies. To be honest, I don't know. I I just looking at it now, it's like oh, you know, these effects and stuff aren't cool, fun. But I I like you know the collecting the ghost sweat. Benny the the skeleton for me was really fun when I was you know like five. It's just a, a fun Halloween movie, just kind of a staple Halloween film. I think number six, uh, more recent for us as well as just. Well, it's over 10 years old at this point. Is Geek Charming with Sarah Hyland. She's super charming. I I like that movie a lot. Um, Number five for me. Or Jason Dolly film makes the top 10. Minute Men. That was in my honorable mentions. I I feel like an underrated or underviewed DCOM. Love kind of the the time travel stuff kind of going on in there and... It's just a fun movie. I, I wanted to throw a couple newer films at least onto my, my top ten. And You love Cousin Greg? Yeah, I, I thought that was just a, a, f- a fun film. So my top five, I feel, are, are all pretty heavy hitters. Five for me is Smart House. Kind of goes without saying, I feel. My fourth is Smart House. Yeah. Top, top ten Four originally. Four for me, then, is Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. I think it's just probably the most well-executed or one of the more well-executed sports decoms, but it's also one where sports is in the main focus. It's got you know some good like general commentary. Yeah. That yeah. dog gets very messy. <laughs> uh, it's a fun movie. My number three is Luck of the Irish, another one I had really high that dropped down a spot or two from my original top ten. But I, I just I don't know. It, it has the sports. I love the the basketball scenes. Lucas didn't like the like like airy stuff. Go out and no, I didn't like the do the other sports stuff. I don't know, just all all the sports. I didn't like the in weird it. like America patriotism. Angle oh, that showed up in this the land end. is your land from yeah. California. I, yeah, just just another one of those early top. You know, the first ten decoms that was made that I just probably really saw a lot. You know, really kind of grew on me. Um, I like in the first ten. Luck of the Irish. I think about in two thousand one. Oh, definitely was it not a top ten one? That's a 34 for me. Can of Worms, my number three. I love the genre movies, which we don't really get too much more of with DCOMs. Jacob already talked about the the goofy, gross effects. 
this is one where I maybe didn't necessarily have nostalgia so much as a weird I, memory. I, I never saw this one at all. Seared to my mind about the, I think it was the lawyer. No, not the lawyer. Like the agent alien. Yeah, really corn and sloppy. Out and, yeah, fun movie. I that is one I've rewatched and I do think really. It I might have to rewatch. Yeah, it is just a a, a fun kind of gross, just fun fun movie. Number two for me, High School Musical. I, we were lining up for the, the top two, then High School Musical is my number two. Number one, of course, Don't Look Under the Bed. Which, yeah, it's the only one I've rated three and a half stars on Letterboxd into real movie category. It's It's got great costumes and great makeup. The sets are really, really cool. It's got uh, boogie goo or boogie whatever. Boogie goo, boogie <laughs> piss, and... Uh, it, that's just, one I should rewatch. L- like well. it's it's actually like I'm not like terrified, but it's 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 like an actual like definitely the scariest decom by far. Um, it's just a really good movie. I mean, have you seen Johnny Capahala back oh, on board, <laughs> or, or have you listened to our Johnny Capahala back on board episode? That's the scariest decom. Shots fired. But I don't want to. I don't want to. Kind of speaks for itself, but I don't want to go past High School Musical no, too quick because obviously. Hugely influential movie. But it, it's one. It changed Disney Channel. It changed Disney. It changed me. Wow. I got my head in the game. I went back to school. Did you see that when it first came out? You think I in saw 06? some of it. I think yeah. probably in like choir class in like 2007 or 2008. I, I think I had like or I found or I remember seeing kids or maybe I even had the pencils. You know the Troy Bolton pencils. And you all and these fucking high school musical. Pencils. The pencils, man. You always gotta, Kids were crazy about this movie. There was pencils. There were pencils and the folders and the stuff. I just, like it was. It was so such a big deal. Like and of course it paved the way for the brand. There's two other movies that came out. One a, a theatrical release we didn't get to talk about on this podcast. Sharpay's Big Adventure. Yeah, Sharpay's unfortunately. Big Adventure. Um, but then all I mean all the other musicals that that came after this were because of this movie. I mean I think it was the yeah. first and it's musical. one where. Oftentimes, I feel myself falling victim to ones I know were really big. You know, Camp Rock one, Descendants one, Lemonade Mouth. Knowing that they're musical ones, I like musical stuff. I get hyped for them, and then I'm disappointed. Where High School Musical, I I don't know what I really thought going in, but it met my expectations. Landmark movie. High School Musical 2, though, that was my disappointment. The the second High School Musical had by far, I mean, like, it's not even crazy the numbers. That 17.2 million viewers. I mean, yeah, yeah, there aren't, we've talked about this. There, I mean, there aren't many more movies I, that even I broke don't base what movies mil. I like based off of fucking but Nielsen. I, I, I'm just kind of just saying, like, how big of a deal it was. I mean, just massive. It was just, just huge. That was bigger. It was huge. Was than huge. the MASH finale. Wow. It's not. That's not true, no. <laughs> Hawkeye. It's bigger than the inauguration. Oh my god. Hawkeye. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a MASH character. Yes. I believe. I don't know. I've never seen it. Correct. Something else I've never seen? The final movies we'll have in the stretch of Disney Channel original movies. No, I we're familiar with some of them, but we sure have not seen them. And this is where I'll wrap up. Uh we already plugged the email address, a whole new pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, AWN Pod. Dustin runs that. Thank you very much, Dustin. Love all. Uh, youtube.com slash a whole new pod like comment and subscribe on there as well as apple Podcasts, google stitcher spotify follow subscribe where you can rate and review us spread the word to your friends and family and yeah signing off here's to the first 100 episodes and here's to 100 more oh god i fucking hope not <laughs> <laughs>
It was me, Barry. I made them draw Lola Bunny with fewer sexual features so that you wouldn't be horny and reduce your blood flow to make you a millisecond slower. Is it slow enough for me to kill Iris? 